And we're back. How we doing, Anna? Well, Todd, things are heating up. Ooh, yes, Nelson with the jalapeno poppers. Incredible. Ramirez comes in hot with a cheeseburger, patty, lettuce, tomatoes. Beautiful formation. Is he? <gasps> He's going for it. Ramirez grabs the Duke's mayo. Look at it go. The twang. Anna, this is the best tailgate I've ever commentated on. Tailgate with twang. Get the official mayo of the tailgate. Duke's mayo today. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for the 81st episode of the Podwans podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-hosts, Luke. Hey, how's it going? And Harris Productions. What's up, everyone? Hope everyone's having a great Thursday night. Today, we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 15 of Star Wars Rebels, also known as The Call. We're going to be seeing a lot of Ezra, the introduction to the Purgles, and much, much more. And we got one newcomer on as a guest. So, Luke, Harris. You ready to get the show on the road? Yep, absolutely. Let's, Let's get do it, it going. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. And we're back. All right. I still love that intro. Like, I know. That's Shout the coolest out. shit. Like, Shout out to Harith and Chris for, for yeah, putting Shout out to that, uh, that, Star Wars Lawyer. Awesome. Uh, for making that beautiful Vader intro. Thank you so I still much. I got to reach out to Chris about one more thing. Include it. Oh, Art- yeah, article that's in right. Intros. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. That's right. But Plus, anywho, we're going to be bringing in our newcomer on for our show. She has, this is her first ever time on our podcast. She's not been on for Clone Wars or Rebels. But she has been on They Fly Now. That was her first yes, ever. she has been on. It's technically a Pod Ones production. Yeah, right that now. is. It is a Pod Ones production. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, so Harith is familiar with her. But her introduction to podcast is right now. Let's bring in a fellow rebel enthusiast, Reagan at Reagan Bridger. Hi. Hey. Hey. So glad to have you on for Rebels because I think the first time I ever like scanned through TikTok, I found your stuff and I was like, yeah, going to keep that in the back of my mind once we get to Rebels. Got to have her on. (laughs) So, um, Reagan, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, where can the good people follow you on the social media? Um, you can follow me on Reagan Bridger on TikTok and Twitter. There you go. There you go. Go follow her there. But um, so this episode has to do with a lot of connecting with with animals and and, and creatures, right? So if you could connect with any animal or creature, either in fiction in any space. Ever, or it could be like a real animal. What would it be and why? Oh goodness. Uh, I think I have to say a loaf cat. <laughs> there you go. I, I love loaf cats. They're like one of my favorite Star Wars animals ever. I just they're I just love them so much. <laughs> That's a good choice. That's a good choice, Harris. Are we specifically saying just Star Wars or anything? No, anything. Oh, anything. House Dragons, easily. One one of the dragons. <laughs> and House of Dragons. I'm just gonna be like force connect and then I'm okay. in. Okay. All right. Um, uh, I was also going to go that route, but I will reveal that in a little bit. Uh, Char, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly. It's the elephants in Lord of the Rings. It's called Mumakil. The Oliphant. Yeah, the Mumakil or the Oliphants. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine me just riding one of those in a battle. That'd be amazing. Dude, those are legit. Like though, like the way they make those make make those animals so 
like intimidating in the re- in Return of the King is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I love that. So I would want to uh, have a connection with one of those big boys because uh, that that'll that'll cause some damage. <laughs> no, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, I am gonna go with Balerion the Black Dread or uh, Vermithor from House of the Dragon. We all, we all knew you were going Balerion. You <laughs> you basic you basic the biggest the biggest dragon in all of Westeros was the. I thought you were gonna say Balerion or Vagar. Ooh, Vagar is another good one. No, actually, um, I would do Rhaegal. Actually, ooh, Rhaegal. I love Rhaegal. Uh, Reagan, have you seen Game of Thrones or anything like that? I've seen Lord of the Rings, not Game of Thrones. I have okay. not. Have okay. not seen that yet. <laughs> okay, so like basically, all those are dragons from oh, like like okay. the the like like if you see like the Targaryens. They're the ones yeah. that ride the dragons in Game of Thrones. Because oh, we're about dragon. Yeah. So that's that's what we would be taming is dragons. We'd be basically Targaryens with force sensitivities. So you can't stop us. <laughs> Just saying. Nope. Katie said dragons. Seriously, do I need to give a reason why? No. Chase no. said Squidward. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Chase, by the way. By the Chase, way. The typical, okay. Uh, troll or fr- so we were talking. I don't remember who I was talking to. But we were t- to keep it on SpongeBob. So, if you really think about it, Squidward is a better friend than Patrick. Oh, 100%. A hundred percent. It's so weird because... I want to get the argument for why. I mean, I relate to Squidward more as an adult, but I want to hear why. Well, because Patrick is a moron. Like, he doesn't think about anything. Whereas Squidward, yes, he's kind of the party pooper, but, like, he thinks things logically. You know what I mean? Yeah. To segue back into our question... (laughs) I, well, you said Squidward, so I just <laughs> yeah, because Chase said it. <laughs> but uh, Pat said, uh, "Do the wild zords from Power Rangers count as animals? If not, yes. Pegasus. Pegasus are cool. Ooh, Pegasus. Pegasus. Yes. Oh my uh, god. We're <laughs> good in real life. I'd say Luke. Jesus. <laughs> Luke, I'm not saying you're an animal, but uh, you're a little bit crazy. God dang it. Uh, Ungoliant, so I can get over my arachnophobia and freak everyone else out. Oh, Ungoliant. Uh, Ungoliant is uh, a spider. I'm it's a giant spider from the, from the first age. Uh, she, uh, no, not not the first age. The year of the trees. If you know your talking lore, she's a she's the big. You're about to say the spider from Return of the King. No, I was no, 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 no. With a different hold interpretation of this entire on, conversation. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, the spider from Return of the King, Ungoliant is her is Shelob's mother. I'm so glad you know the name of that spider. Proud of it. Hey, no, Luke, the reason why I say that is because of Shadow of War and just the oh, whole yeah. thing yeah. on top. I'm just like, why? Yeah, yeah you know, it, that interpretation is interesting. Game, awesome. The lore around it, not great. Not solid. Can't keep it on two feet. But anyway, um, Reagan, uh, we always ask our, our guests, uh, we have this little thing uh, where you just, like, give us a description of this of this episode in two or two or less sentences and they can be funny you can be serious uh do you want uh i'll, I'll go with harith first so that you get kind of the <laughs> idea of what's going on harith go ahead give me one all right uh mom gets ptsd from little animals that come on the road <laughs> and dad and son and the rest of the family go investigate okay char you want to give one um Ezra or kid loves uh, going to the zoo and uh, 
angry man wants to protect his cargo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reagan, go ahead, uh, give it a shot. Oh gosh, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> um, space whales come out from the unknown. Um, and then mom just has problems throughout with these space whales. Yeah, I like it. Spot on. I like it. First time doing it. That was a good. That was a good one. I really had to think for a minute. I was like, hmm. No, yeah. It, I and I never do one because I'm not creative and I can't think of one. So also because Atlantis banned the word Gen Z. Exactly. Um. So uh, now we go into my section, and we're gonna talk about the story. Delay. All right. Uh, as everybody so eloquently broke down, shut up, Chase. <laughs> and finally, exits her speech. Jesus! God damn it, you animals! Oh, Herman Melville is crawling in his grave. Oh my God! All right. Well, uh, as you guys all said, uh, this is the episode with the Purgles. Uh, the Rebels crew is uh, being sent uh, to find a fuel center uh, for a pickup for the Empire. And we run into the Purgle, which Hera is not a big fan of. But Ezra has this sense about them. He, he, he has this feeling that we should trust them. Throughout the episode, Hera and Ezra are kind of at odds. Kanan is also in the mix as well. He is on Ezra's side. And it ends up turning out the way they want it to. Hera gets a new uh, perspective on the Purgle themselves uh, because she hasn't had, like Hera said, uh, great uh, interactions with them because she's had some people die from accidents and whatnot, but Ezra really turns it around. Long story short, they get the fuel, they blast off, and the Purgle are now very central to the entire story even though we don't see them until it's season four. Arguably um, the most important episode of Rebels. It really is. It's so funny how that happens because because literally you don't think about it. Like, like it's when, when it was airing, that was two years ago. That was two years from season four, right? So it's like you have all these times. Everybody remembers Twilight of the Apprentice, but then you have this episode where it's just like you think it's filler, but it's really not. It does a lot of character growth for both Ezra um, a little bit of Kanan, but mostly Hera and Ezra for sure. Um, so my first question was the story. At the beginning of this episode, we see how Hera obviously does not like the Purgle. Uh, but by the end of the episode, she cha- uh, she changes her mind about them. How do you think this affects how she leads Phoenix Squadron and the Rebels uh, moving forward? Anybody? I'm waiting for Luke to pull a teacher and just cold call somebody. <laughs> All right, Harris, go. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Uh, I mean, again, she talks about how like a lot of purgles like cause the death of people in hyperspace before, and how that helps that. And then also this gives them fuel because remember they're running low on supplies, and the ghost crew was basically like the ghost itself was barely functioning this episode. Like they could barely put the heat on. It was like yep. terrible. I remember making the joke while watching it of like, like everyone was like. 
giving like the last jedi shit for like having fuel and i was like this episode came out like a year before but nobody said anything but okay mm-hmm. so i was laughing at that but no yeah it does affect the rebels a lot because it it, ga- it basically gave them like a second life because without this episode the rebels movement would have been dead because yeah. they wouldn't have any they wouldn't have any ships they wouldn't have any attack they anything nothing would have happened what we seen in the saga yeah reagan your thoughts I think it really changes, like, Hera's perspective, kind of, like, on how she leads, like, the Rebel Squadron and everything. Like, she was just, when she saw the Purgle, she was, like, kind of, like, having flashbacks, like, oh, my gosh, I know what these things have done. But then Ezra, like, showed her the way, like, oh, anyone can, like, change. We just got to, like, trust them a bit and stuff. And that really goes forward with Hera, like, leading the Rebel Squadron and, like, trying to put their best foot forward throughout the entire fight. No, yeah, absolutely. It jar before i put my two cents in what do you what do you think well i mean like as what harris said uh and the purgles played such a big role in pushing the story forward because harith um not <laughs> harrah uh <laughs> <laughs> confused um yeah harith is discouraged by them because i mean harith harith doesn't even say their name right Mm-hmm. in this episode so i mean that just shows you that she just does not give a crap about about these you know majestic animals but what they do to push the story forward is so beneficial because, you know, once we get later on into uh, Rebels, they uh, play a big role in the, the finale. But yeah, with, with their presence and what we discover between the Purgle and Ezra, I mean, no, Ezra's perspective not happening. is a yeah. lot different from here. Gender, gender, wait, gender. wait, no, go one comment down, one comment down, one comment down. There we go. <laughs> Harith is not a space mom. I'm sorry. No. If anybody's a space mom, it's Alanis. Alanis is a space mom. Uh, but no, it, you're absolutely right, though, guys. Um, when I thought about it, uh, kind of like what Reagan kind of touched on, like Ezra as a leader, right? You you can't always think about your way or the highway, right? You have to when you're in a squad or you're in a team or anything like that, and you're expected to lead. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good leaders listen to those that are around them. You know what I mean? They can't just go one way. Like they, Getting a different opinion about certain things usually helps a lot of situations and you get a different perspective. And I love that they showed that, especially with Ezra, because he is force sensitive. You know, he is making connections. And that leads into my second question. Uh, we see Ezra connect with creatures in the past. Uh, Loth loath cats um and i can't remember what the species is. the big giant creature yeah, the big, in season yeah. one the cat the cat bat looking things <laughs> um uh but how is this connection different than those other instances reagan okay so in season one when thinking about like when you ask that question i think back to like season one when Kate was trying to teach Ezra, like, to connect with things around him, but he was, like, he didn't feel trustworthy, and, like, he didn't even care about the cat. He just didn't trust anyone at the time, but looking back now over, like, 
the episodes, he's finally like trustworthy. He can trust these people and he's willing to open up to them. So that's really different with the Purgle. Like he wants to help them. He wants to them to live and everything. And I really love how that really builds all the way until season four. Also. No. Yeah. It, it, it builds on his, like, just like you were saying, he, 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 and he is now able to hear the Purgle when nobody else can hear them. Like that's a big thing. Like his force sensitive, like that gives us a look into how much his force sensitivity is starting to kick in because it's like he, he doesn't have to try as hard to connect with the Purgle. And I feel like when they bring them back, it makes so much sense because that is the, besides the loath cat is the one that is, he is able to connect with the easiest. I would say this one's different just from the season one ones alone, because yes, the bat affected the mission of like the Grand Inquisitor battle only gave them time, but it made Ezra tap into the dark side. I think this is different because like they like there'd be times where like the like the ghost crew's going one way and Ezra's like, no, you have to do it like this because the purgles are connected to the gas, they're connected to the fuel, they're connected to this. If you do it this way, you, you screw everything up. Or like my favorite one is like when Hera is like trying to fly against the purgles, it's like, no, you have to fly with them. And like this like the different like ways, like Again, like you said, going back to Hera being a good leader, like Hera is like, no, I have to listen to Ezra. Ezra's saying something. Kanan's feeling it too. Let's let's go. Let's go. Like let's trust our team. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Char, your thoughts? Yeah, and I mean, at this point in time, Hera. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so confusing for Zinger! audio listeners. Um, Ezra is finally t- is still tapping into what he can do in terms of his force powers, because we've seen him have great feats before because the first time we do it is when we see him and Kanan face off against the Grand Inquisitor. That was the first time we really see him express his powers. Now we're diving deeper, not just to only his combat skills, but in terms of his connection and what he can connect to because a very few people can actually connect with animals. I mean, Anakin could connect with animals. Ezra could connect with animals. Um, uh, Ray could connect with animals with the, the Vexus snake and every, yeah. everything that came around that. But it's just so cool to see that there's only a select few amount of Jedi that can possess specific powers. It's like force psychometry, being able to connect with animals, being able to heal, being able to do all of these cool things. And I'm so glad that Ezra being one of the main factors of rebels is able to connect with, with these animals. I mean, later on we see how deep that connection with creatures is. Yeah. This is, this is the, um, this is the, uh, the focal this is point the catalyst yeah this is the this beginning is... of something bigger because he no, uh he doesn't just connect with burgles let me just tell you that he does not just connect with burgles. my uh last question is one that i just thought of are we gonna see the purgles in any other media we got oh. a mention of them in obi-wan yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah he did yeah but are we gonna are we gonna get in? Are they gonna get them in Ahsoka? Are we gonna Whoa. get them in a novel? We're, I don't think we're gonna see the Purgles in Ahsoka. I think there's a high chance. There's like a possibility we could. I think we're, we're definitely gonna hear about them because there's no chance we don't hear about them because it's kind of important. You know, Thrawn's kind of got dragged away by one of them. I think I think it's kind of a important plot detail. Yeah. Yeah. So what I think will happen is so for Ahsoka, they have to show. Because in Mandalorian season two, when they're on uh, Corvus, yep, and Ahsoka asks the magistrate, "Where is Thrawn?" and they're gonna immediately jump to how Thrawn and Ezra and where they went. So I would I think love. We're immediately yes. going to see a I, 
they okay. have to show the purgle because I, that's such an important plot point with where they go. I forget that's what everyone's asking. Where is Ezra? Where I is Ron? I forget what episode of they find out we said this on. But Carter and I said, I would love Ahsoka. This is not going to happen. This is not going to happen. I'll just say this right here. I would love for Ahsoka to open with, like what Reagan said. Imagine a cold open. Fades to black. You see the hyperspace ending right there. Jumps to hyperspace, and then you see the aftermath of what's happening. You see, like, Ezra and Thrawn, like, fighting, and it crashes into the ground, and, like, you see the whole, like, what leads to that, and then it just cuts to black. And then it's, like, like it tells you, like, nine years later, and then it cuts to like, what Ahsoka's doing. Babe, Callus is not in this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but he will be in... What, is he in next week? No, I don't think he's in next week's either. Two weeks well, from now. Don't worry, yeah. you'll get your... You, you'll, you get the Zeb and Callus episode where they're all buddies on a planet uh, where yeah, Callus breaks his leg. Yeah, because we got... Uh, we've got uh, Champ Sandula coming in next week. That's you get two hair episodes back-to-back, essentially. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's going to be it for my section. Char? All right, let's dive into the lore of The Call. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. And here we go. So the lore of today's episode is called Animal Powers. Woohoo! Get excited. Go crazy. Get stupid. All right. So in this episode, we are introduced to the Purgle Space Whales. One of the obvious features of the Purgle is that they possess the ability to jump to hyperspace. And in Star Wars... Many different animals have special powers. Lothwolves ha- are Force-sensitive. Rancors are very powerful fighters. The Azalamiri can prohibit Force abilities. And there's so many different animals that possess s- such unique powers that make them much more um, dangerous than any other animal that exists. Question. Do what? the Yusan Vong count as a creature? Well, they're legends. No. So I'm are not they counting that. Not canon, Luke. Sorry. I, well, no, I was just asking because we were. Ta- I would have thrown that one in there as well, but there. I, I wouldn't have considered them animals, but uh, okay, all right. Just well, make I mean, sure. Do we, do we, Luke, by that logic, do you consider the grisk animals? Um, I don't know. I don't know, Harith. Are you? Are you? Uh, are you alive? Okay, yeah, you're alive. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Right, anyway. So, like I said, the the Lothwolves wolves have are force sensitive. The rancors are extremely powerful fighters, and the Zalamiri can prohibit force abilities. Those are name. Those are the few of the animals that exist out there and even the the, the nexu the the cat that scratches padme in the arena they're able to see like thermal they're able to see like heat signatures of people around them um but if you were to take one animal from star wars and give them a very very useful ability or dangerous ability what would you give them and why Ooh. So you got a you got a lot of animals to work with. You got rancors. You have lothwolves. You have you know accolades. You have reeks. You have vexus snakes. The one from Ray healed. You have all of these different species. You have a hapabore. You know that thing that was drinking out of the trough with Finn. You, you can you can do anything. Man, that's a tough one. That is. What about the? Okay, hold on, hold on. This is gonna be a funny one. What I know Chase is going to do, he's going to do a Minoc, but it's going to be extremely inappropriate. Uh, and Monkey Lizard for sensitivity. You're welcome. Oh, no. Why are you giving Alanis fuel? Why are you giving her fuel, Luke? A Force-sensitive Quacky and Monkey Lizard? Why? Why not? 
<laughs> you're, cool giving, you're giving the bestie fuel. I mean, yeah, if you, why not? I give her you know, fuel also, all the time. What are you talking about? Luke, you know what would be more dangerous, though, is the quacky and monkey apes. That, though, from resistance? From resistance? Or quacky and ape lizards? No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What about, what about the, uh, lion-looking things in, uh, season one of Clone War? Or season one or season two? I can't remember what. It's the, it's where they're on the, uh, ice planet? Oh. Those things for sensitivity. That would be awesome. You can, you could do Gundarks. You could do, uh, Luke. Earnox. You could do, You just gave me inspiration for mine. You can be Wee Shocks with spiders from Fallen Order. You can do whatever you want. Give Salacious B. Crumb a Glock. Yeah. Jesus. I was going to say, Luke, you gave me inspiration for mine. Imagine the Season 2 uh, Geonosians, but with Force Sensitivity. Oh. oh. Jesus. Talk about a zombie apocalypse in the Star Wars universe that would never end. Talk about, talk about Last of Us. That would be scary. Yeah, but... Imagine that with force sensitivity. <laughs> oh my uh, god. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That the, would be top, The Star Wars Galaxy would be done. It's over. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would be <laughs> uh, Reagan? Um, okay, the person who just said it just commented, I was like thinking of the monkey, but like they mimic voices. I was literally just thinking that in the comments that <laughs> popped up. I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it was Pat, right? This one? Yeah. Yes, I was like, yes, <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. You're just, you're just in the market somewhere, and you just hear a random voice like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, they're able to like, it's like, it's like a parrot, but it's like it doesn't sound like a parrot. It actually sounds like the people that they're mimicking. Right. <laughs> that would be creepy as hell. <laughs> no I just imagine like that, but like the Palpatine scene in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I have been every voice you have ever heard inside your head. Inside your head. Walls that can cut anything. Oh, <laughs> it's violent. Oh. <laughs> okay, James. <laughs> I told you. I knew you. Not gonna... the left cats. <laughs> Rats just so that they can float inst- instead of scurry. <laughs> Those are some pretty good ones. So Pelly model, she's getting attacked, and they're just like, ah! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just um, imagine it like a planet just like full of these things, and you just look up in the sky, and it's just like thousands of them, and you're just like, oh! oh. <laughs> so, oh. Luke, you're, you're, you said yours, right? I too, monkey, uh, quacky monkey lizards with force sensitivity and the tiger looking things from, uh, what episode? Oh, it's the one episode that Harriet didn't watch and basically bullshitted for the podcast. Oh, the, uh, the one where they go to the snow. Yes. Those that tiger one? things are badasses. I love how, I love how I basically, okay, this is back when pod ones had a different format. You could or, guess an episode. Or that tiger from, uh, Tales of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. That's a good that's one. A very I'm, good I'm surprised like you just didn't go with the resistant ones because yeah. it's just a monkey with lizard that's just massive. No, that's too easy. I want Salacious. That's B. too Crumb. easy. I, I want I want Salacious B. Crumb to have that <laughs> and just like run around and just like be able to force push people. That's scary as shit. You think Michael Myers walking down a hallway? No, it's the. <laughs> 
and then they just like force push. Oh, that would be the wait. Now you're making me think Ewoks is force sensitivity. Why are you making me go oh! that route? Oh my god, it's another one. <laughs> what about a Wampa? Oh god. <laughs> How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Not or, a, a chameleon power. Pa- <laughs> Luke, I think, Char, I'm surprised you didn't go there. So it's no. Randall. What about, um, what about... And what about... Um, I just thought of it. Ah... Uh, not Gundarks. What's the thing that they ride in, in Empire? I'm just blanking. The Tauntauns? Tauntauns! Oh. What, about a, what about if a Tauntaun could talk? Really? <laughs> Out of all the things you could do, you want them to speak? Hey, hey, just think of, it, think of think of the Robot Chicken episode, where it's like, dude, did you hear about Larry? Oh yeah, man, he didn't make it out alive. He died out in the snow. Oh my god, that's such a good episode. Well, Kenny kind of took mine. I was going to say create dragons, but actually make them dragons. Char, um, I'm surprised. Char, I'm surprised you being the Boba Fett person, you didn't go with a Rancor. Whoa, so when Kenny messaged that, I was thinking about another one, but I was going to think like um, uh, like a gigantic mythosaur. Like a way bigger mythosaur. I was thinking mythosaur too, but I didn't know what to make it with. A mud horn with a horn the size of a building. Yes. Imagine if you could tame a, a mud horde. That'd be oh pretty sick God. to ride a yeah. battle. You, you could feed a lot of Jawas, let me tell you that. Watch, uh, watch it be Mando Season 3. We just actually spoiled it somehow. Well, all then, you guys make these nightmare monsters. I'll be opening a school of the Loth Wolf Witcher school when they're <laughs> when, when, when these damn things get out of hand. <laughs> Man. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Joe's going to be uh, running a zoo with a bunch of just overly <laughs> absurd monsters. <laughs> oh man! That's I give a Wampa the ability to rap. That'd be fun. Oh, oh god! Oh gosh! Jesus! Uh, imagine, yeah. imagine a Wampa with a New York Yankees hat on. Why? Why? We we'll call him. Uh, we we'll call him Womp Z. Womp Z. Instead yeah. of Jay Z, it's Womp Z. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, and that's it. That's the end. Of, that's the end of Pod Once. It's been a real nice run. <laughs> Eighty-one episodes. Oh yeah. Uh, Rancor geez. with wings. By the way, it's in Legends. That was actually a thing. Why? Rancor's wings. They had wings. Why? why? Okay. Why am I not surprised? Someone could be like, "Oh, this happened in Legends." That'd be like, "Yeah, some a track. track. It's an ancient yeah. death, <laughs> Mirian magic." 
Well, I mean, also, you also have to remember Luke Skywalker could literally manipulate a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Jar. Oh, we got to bring up the banner. Oh, Uh, great. It's been a while. Bring it up, Luke. (laughs) All right. So, so Brooke is in here. Uh, We have to, every time she's in here, we have to shout out her website and her store far far away factory.com you can find star wars merch dc merch marvel merch and much much more you can find shirts sweatshirts earrings stickers and everything amazing that she makes over at far far away factory.com you can follow her on tiktok at underscore b dazzler underscore and you can find her on etsy and her instagram's at far far away factory she makes amazing stuff i know luke and harith both have a few shirts of a uh, few shirts of her uh, if you want to just show, she also did. And, uh... She also did uh, custom Jordan shoes, shoes. for me. Shoes, uh, yeah, she does oh! shoes as well. Oh my god! Yeah, That's... she did Vader for me on these white Nikes, and uh, they have like all the quotes from certain movies that he's been in. The, the shoelaces yeah. are kind of dirty, but yeah. <laughs> Brooks said, what, um, a nice, what a nice ad. I don't even write any of this shit up. Well, um, I what I think I think because of that, uh, you have to you have to give us five percent of the store. No, uh, no, 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 we we don't want to. No, come on, we don't do that. It's free real estate. I just imagine like audio listeners think that like Brooke has his tied up and has a gun pointed at us. Like, like say the ad, say the ad now. <laughs> oh my Show it. Oh. This is just the friendship task. Oh, no, yeah, we, we've been we've been doing this for a while now, but yeah, you know, absolutely. Brooke's and a, uh, she Brooke's been a great friend of ours, and she yep. has been amazing whenever she's come on here. No, wait, no, I take it back. That fan, so Brooke for her because now I can say this because Brooke got to that point walking dead. Brooke's Negan. She's just walking around with a bat, being like, "All right, talk about it." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, basic. No, she basically is. Um. But yeah, uh, she's also going to be doing. I th- I think she's talked about doing commissions for things uh, later in 2023. So be on the lookout for that. She's done my the shoes. Uh, I commissioned her for another thing, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. This is the clip. Roll, Need to grab a guillotine and then find whoever made that question. You're under arrest, you piece of crap. You ain't never getting out of prison. Uh, Harris, uh, so uh, Reagan, so a little bit of context. So uh, for Podwans once a year, we do a Star Wars trivia tournament. And there was one time where Harith was working on our doc or question doc. Can I add some and... of my context to the story as well? Yeah, after. After, after, after I do. After I do. <laughs> so what he decided to do was he added a, a round three question. So round three is the final. Like you pick a number yeah. from one to 20. You pick three numbers from one to 20. And one of them corresponded to New Hope. And the question was a Legends question. <laughs> it was what was like the deactivation oh. code number for the trash compactor. And, it's and it was never like been, an 11 never, digit it, number. It's, and it's, it's never what? been it's never been mentioned. It's <laughs> he put that and then bro, bro, Brooke was so and then, mad, and then that happened. And I did. I don't blame uh, her. So <laughs> therefore, literally, Harris... literally, I had never been sweating more bullets in my entire life. I was like, um, uh, I didn't write it. Neither did Char. <laughs> yeah, um, but... we don't know so... who did it, but we're gonna give you a different question because that was oh, bullshit. My... 
Yeah, so oh the, tournament be, the tournament will be planning on coming back this summer. So, Harris, yeah. please don't mess it up. Okay, okay. My context of the story was there were three questions that wasn't on the dock, and they were supposed to go in five minutes. So, that is fair. I had to think of something really fast, and that was oh. the best answer I could do. Also, I was pulling from another dog. I was taking inspiration from another dog. So, I blame that dog over there. Uh, that, that, oh, that, that's very true. That, it was uh, it was very fun. So yes, uh, trivia tournament may be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah. So uh, well, yeah. we'll be looking for a, a few new competitors to yeah, be uh, coming to participate. We'll be having a decent amount of returners, but we'll be having we'll, we will be adding a few names to the list of people yep. competing for. Uh, I'm actually really excited for, for we, this uh, season than last season. Let's yeah, definitely know. Has a his grasp on so yeah. ever wants to yeah. win the uh the trivia belt you know yeah it's pretty the awesome belt. it's mm. pretty it's pretty awesome uh but char is at the end of uh lore kind of got that's it yeah um as we move forward uh if you want to go ahead and keep on if you want to name uh an animal that you want to have a specific superpower or kind of uh, an ability that makes them more dangerous or viable or useful um go ahead and down below but without further ado let's dive into the interconnectedness Harith, let's roll. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Hold on. Before we start, <laughs> what if we did a voiceover? There's no such thing as interconnectedness. Uh, who would do the Alec Guinness <laughs> Obi-Wan? Like, we got Chris for Vader. Who we'll are we going to find? We'll find it. It'd be hilarious, though. <laughs> No like, that sounds like Liam Neeson more of an Obi-Wan. In my experience, there's no there's such no thing, thing as interconnectedness. That's Chase. That's just Chase. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to do a Boba Fett voiceover, I got you. Uh, okay. There's no Anyways. such thing as low. Oh. <laughs> my friend. All right. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, I'm getting thrown off by Chase again, but I'll just ignore that comment over there. Yeah. Yeah, let's just let it go. So... In this episode, obviously we see the Purgle's deep connection to hyperspace at the end of the episode. In season four, we see the Lothal Wolf's connection to hyperspace. In the High Republic, we see lightsabers being connected to hyperspace. Obviously with them like, activating the ship going into hyperspace. So, I've seen this asked before, so I'm going to ask here. I want to see everyone's opinion on the board. Do you think hyperspace itself has some connection itself into the Force? Yes or no? And Absolutely. why? Absolutely. Reagan, go ahead. Um, they, it kind of does because like it really shows throughout like the Loaf Wolves in that episode when they were like entering through that tunnel and everything, and you see the connection the Wolf Wolves have with like Ezra to Kanan, and just it just like it's basically like the galaxy and that the Force is everywhere and like hyperspace is like everywhere you can go anywhere and any time through hyperspace and that's what the Force is it's fine since it's all around us and yeah that. Literally, yeah. exactly, Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I was going to say. That the force is everywhere. It is involved with everything that is in the galaxy, and for it to not be included, it's just impractical. Because the force and you know every it exists everywhere, and everything, everyone, and everything you touch has something to do with the force. So yeah, I think that um, I think that hyperspace traveling is a big deal, and I'm sure no, yeah. if we can bring a, a Santec on here. I'm sure they would vouch for that too. 
Well, yeah, think about it that way, because a lot of the Santecas are Force-sensitive. Yep, uh, and, um, the and they're, and they, and they're yeah. the pioneers of hyperspace yeah. traveling. So Yeah, absolutely. So because we begin it, to it, make things right. Yeah, because of Mari Santeca in Phase I 1. Hate, I hate that quote. I Why? hate that. Why? Well, because the way toxic fans yeah, use it. Yeah, because uh, the way Max toxic fans, yeah, we're just, we're just, we're, 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 it basically was like, we're gonna right the wrongs of the prequels of why everybody hates the prequels. That's the uh, way a lot of fans took that line. That, took that line. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not my favorite line, but I've come to just be like, that's not what it is. But like a lot of people just can't look past. Well, when you that take the line, line and you t- and you use it outside of the context of Star yes. Wars, rather yeah. than you're yeah. using it for reality, because yes. it's the, the meaning behind it is for Star Wars, not for outside yeah, sources, right? Yeah, no, because you're but, taking it the wrong way, and then you're. Yeah. But back to the question, absolutely, for uh, hyperspace is is part of like the Force itself, like Kenny was saying. I I kind of agree with this. It's it's we're passing through it, like we're yeah. like what like the hyperspace that we're seeing is just the visible force that you're going so fast that you're actually able to see it. It's like when you're in a plane and you see you see you're going so fast and you see like it the the air go over the over the the wings. Well, they talk well, about in the higher republic like there's uh, pilots in that era that would prefer to get computers out of the, their systems and they fly only using the force. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, the Wayseeker, uh, the 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 Skywalkers from the Thrawn Ascendancy. Yes, trilogy. the Chiss Ascendancy, because they don't have hyperspace lanes in the unknown region, so you have to have a force sensitive child take you through places. No, yeah, absolutely. I, it's a it's a big thing. Uh, like I I I think I've always kind of believed that hyperspace is very connected to the force, and that's why force sensitive uh, beings are able to travel through hyperspace because they can see things because they are within the force it's almost like they're in the world between worlds but not really um it's like they can sense that's why vader and alliances is able to direct the um chimera through certain hyperspace lanes because he can sense everything around him. It's like him being in the center Whoa. of what the Force is. Going back to the High Republic, Mari Santeca with the the past and like taking them through yes. back alleys. Because like they yes. say, like uh, I forget. I think Charles Soltis said this in an interview, and I actually kind of agree with the hyperspace analogy. Hyperspace lanes are your highways. You're like you go like on the highway, you go all the way down. Your paths in the High Republic is like your back alleys. You're going down like the roads and going like going like, like the second path. That's like how I view it. Yeah, like like uh, like uh, gravel roads. Yeah, Basically, you're silting around the highways. Yes, and then the, and then there's yeah. your main path. Yep. Yeah. So I, I love I love that question. That's a good question because I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't think about. They just think, oh, hyperspace is hyperspace. But like, if you think about it from a story standpoint, it does make sense that mm-hmm. hyperspace is just another force sensitive thing. Um, but, I mean, I think yeah. rebels kind of establishes that and kind of sets that question yeah. up. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely it does. Absolutely. Um anybody else got anything to add about hyperspace? Well, I mean, what do you said about a uh, hyperspace travel? I mean, yeah, I think that is is like you can see the force around you and I think people tend to misunderstand what the purpose of hyperspace is. Hyperspace isn't just you aren't and it isn't speed. It's like a dimension that you're traveling through. Yes. You have to hit, yeah, but you have to hit a certain speed to hit into that. Yeah, it's connect. It's like it's like there's like there's like a process to it. It's like 
You go really fast. You go into like the dimension. You go through the lane, and then you pop on the other side. But it's not it's instantaneous. Like, yeah. It's like going. It's like traveling the the uh, as fast as the speed of sound. You know what I mean? It's like hitting that sound barrier. You have like to hit it to, to, get, to get through it. You have to yeah. be hitting a certain velocity to hit that to break. Which that is barrier. why in Last Jedi it works because it was perfectly lined up right before the jump. Yep. So it's the hall down remove. Remo- hit uh, one ship and then the debris just went. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, but. Um, if the Purgle and the Lothwolves prove anything, the force travel is possible. Other characters call it hyperspace. I mean, that is kind of true. I mean, the way that, um, because I'm, I'm pretty sure the Purgle don't just like travel in hyperspace, they have, I'm sure they have like their own, like, you know, well, we uh, see it because they get like they're like it moves the, in their fins, their fins, uh, their tentacles and stuff. They they glow, they, they glow, um, as they're getting ready to jump into hyperspace. Um, yeah, but what do you would you even call it hyperspace? Would you? Would, I I feel like you would keep the term hyperspace just for ships. I mean, technically, I mean they, they are using hyperspace because they that's what I mean. That's the only reason how any of the um, I just saw Chase's fucking yep <laughs> I saw it just Damn. ignore it just ignore um uh, <laughs> like. They are technically using hyperspace, though, Char. Uh, Char. Yeah, I know, but I wonder if before oh, hyperspace Char. was discovered, they had like a, a separate term for it. Because I'm sure that there were people out they there could. who were aware of the Purgles, but they wasn't. They weren't sure, like, oh, that's hyperspace, but they, hyperspace didn't exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because back to like this episode when Hera was like talking about the Purgle with Ezra, she said like people were inspired by hyperspace by the Purgle. They were inspired mm-hmm. yeah. by it. They didn't have a really term for it and didn't know by hyperspace until they actually saw the Purgle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's time for Char's other segment. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 19, The Call. Fact one, Ralph McQuarrie is back at it again. The design for Boss uh, Yushin is based on a rough sketch of a bounty hunter alien that Ralph McQuarrie illustrated during the prog- uh, the production of The Empire Strikes Back. Fact two, um, um, I, mean, I don't have a time for this one. Um, anyway. Charles is pulling this one after that. Charles doesn't have history. Interesting fact. Um, okay, fact two. Oxygen in weird places, I guess. Uh, the lack of external air, um, external air tanks. Uh, um, the hero's mask suggests that the asteroid does have a breathable atmosphere, but the uh, the clouds in thirty six needs to be filtered out. Uh, evidently, uh, Yushin and his Rodian crew can breathe it just fine. Um, fact three: the name of the head Purgle. In the script, the lead Purgle was referred to as the Purgle King. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts. Char, this is giving me Char, flashbacks. How did you... Char, okay. Char, did you it was a hard title. One? What am I doing? Just like, oh, breathable air. How am I supposed to make that interesting? Okay. Also, also, Char, this is giving me flashbacks. You used to do Godfrey and I had to rank all your Godfreys. I'm not ranking your three interesting facts now. Okay. Reagan, you don't under you you don't get the reference, but Char yeah. used to do all of the uh, the beginnings of like the Clone Wars episodes when Tom Kane would talk. Um, he would do them as Gil- Gilbert Godfrey. 
Those were the days. What a time. What, what a time. time. And I used to rank it, and Char used to get really mad because I would always rank it really low. <laughs> well, but, I mean, the next time that'll ever happen is when we do Bad Batch, which will ooh, be a while from now. Uh, Probably will be a year from actually, now. We actually have to talk about what we want to do after Resistance. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about that offline. Hey, Resistance! Um, I'm so excited for Resistance. Yes! So um, there you go. Uh, so... Reagan, this is our ranking system. Bad Ensign, okay, Lieutenant, good Captain, great Admiral, and Chef's Kiss, Grand Admiral. Reagan, what is your ranking of this episode? I think I would say kind of, I would say great, because, like, this, like, builds off to, like, other episodes, but also it helps with, like, character development with Ezra, with Hera, and has more into, like, the Force, because I feel like within some rebel episodes we get more background on like the force and connections with some animals so i really enjoy this episode every time i watch it it's like one of my favorite episodes because it's just like yeah no yeah absolutely Harris, i would say mm, i'm leaning towards like the middle point between captain and admiral it's like this weird like i'm gonna say i'm gonna lean admiral yeah i'm gonna lean admiral okay it's, it's close Char. Oh, I'll I'll follow the trail. I'll go with Admiral because uh, I think that uh, one of the, <laughs> the best points because because Hera. <laughs> why does Chris always come here whenever we do the rankings? <laughs> he is notorious for trying to skew the rankings. Remember the one time on the Ahsoka episode? Yeah, where he was like, "Oh, Padawan." I'm like, "Oh, unbelievable." Um, but I mean that's his prerogative. But I think that Hera has a really good developing uh, uh, moment in this episode with her understanding that, you know, you can have like a preconceived notion of something, but it can always change, and understand that like, hey, you may not like the Purgle, but there's a much deeper connection that involves with them. Uh, oh, Chris, I have rehearsal. Yeah, he's got a show coming up. If you're oh, that's in, right. uh, yes. if you're in Detroit, go check out. Star Wars lawyer Chris, he's in a play. Don't oh. ask me what play it is. I'm sure he'll put it in the chat. But he uh, also he'll in, probably put it on his social medias as well. Yeah, yeah. So go check out uh, Chris. Um, I'm gonna say Captain because it's a interesting episode. Not my favorite episode, but I enjoyed it. Okay, cool. And then uh, we have Kenny who says Admiral. We have Pat that says Captain. Joe is requesting if we can put it in Vice Admiral in the middle ground. What would that be in between Admiral and Captain? Captain and, Captain and Admiral. We will workshop that. We will keep. We will workshop that. I don't know. We've always been used to five different. Yeah, that's things. true. Number six yeah. would be weird. Also, like it's yeah, like six is a weird number. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not great. Both of you to assume I'd promote <laughs> me singing. Well, you would. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, Chris. We know you. Um, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be it for episode eighty-one. The call, Reagan. Thank you so much for coming on. We we uh, really appreciate it, and we can't wait to have you on for more Rebel stuff. Uh, but where can the good people follow you again on on the social medias? You can find me on TikTok and Twitter for Reagan Bridger. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Harris. I was going to say, before we like end this episode, can we just acknowledge Chase over here? So he's like, thank God it's over. And then he goes, no, keep going. 
I'm telling you, Chase is the uh, as our friendly troll over hey. at the Rogue Council podcast. Uh, <laughs> Even though Rogue Council doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Rest in peace. Well, my response to that is no, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can find me at Hair Productions on TikTok and Instagram, Hair underscore edits on Twitter. I'm here on Pod Ones. Char uh, Char J, where can the good people find you on the social medias? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Char Char J, as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch next week. Check us out for season two, episode 16, titled Homecoming. And you can find us at the Pod Ones on all social medias. If you haven't yet, uh, if you're new here, hi. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications so that you never miss any of our content. Uh, we have all of our Bad Batch reactions out. So if you want to go watch us react to the first five episodes of The Bad Batch, that's here on the channel. Uh, if you want to catch up on Hot D or... Um, Lord of the Rings or anything like that. Last of Us. Stay Kenobi. Or, or Kenobi. Not Last of Us. Why do you say Last of Us? We're not doing content for Last of Us. Yeah, we're not doing content for Last of Us. Well, if you want to ask Luke anything about it, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm kind you of just saying. Harith? You, you mean Harith? <laughs> Harith knows more about The Last of Us than me. I know everything that's going to happen in the, in the show because I played the game. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, be on the and lookout. Also, 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 check us out in a month for... Uh, you know, Mandalorian reactions. Yes. Brooke. Brooke is doing, oh, Brooke is doing a, after, after every episode, she's doing a Twitter space. Don't ask and what time also, it is don't, at. Don't forget the streamline stuff. Oh, and she's doing every Monday night, she's doing uh, rewatches of the episode. Is this, is this episode just us promoting yeah, other people's yeah, stuff? Brooke. <laughs> Brooke, Brooke. Cheddar chain. We need some cheddar cheese here. <laughs> Three bucks. Five percent. No, 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 off the store. No, no, actually, no, I demand, I demand something else. Drink in London. Can we turn this? Are we, are we turning into a shark tank? We're like, hey, yeah, can I get five yeah. percent of the company and <laughs> like a whatever percent steak, of yeah. the profits. Five percent. <laughs> no, that would li- that. No, I do. <laughs> you can, oh, hey, yeah, that's capital. Go. That's capital. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. We get a dollar. <laughs> we can split that into 25 cents for per person. Well, actually, no. We could do no. Yeah. Well, no. We'll, we'll, right, give, I'm not we'll, gonna do. I'm not gonna do we'll that. Split, we'll split thirty three. We'll give Alanis a penny. Yes, the best get, right. get some of the cut. Well, uh, if you guys wouldn't mind liking the stream, uh, we really, really appreciate like. it. But that is gonna be it. Uh, on to the next one for light and for life. We are all the republic. And may the force be with you. Always. Always. See you guys. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio.